Okay, ready? Welcome. Nope. Sorry. Today on Alphabetical, because. Welcome back to Alphabetical. It's our podcast where we discuss the entire Beatles song catalog from 12 to Y alphabetically. Alphabetically. Uh, I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm John. And I'm Al Adam. I'm Alex Robinson. And today we're talking about because. You know, because. You know, because. Yeah. Ask me why. But because. because. Uh, yeah, it's from 1969, Abbey Road, which I think I've heard of that album, right? That's, that's one of their... It's one of the more one of their weird popular ones. UK releases. It's weird. Um, Abbey Road weird. has the same name as the street that their studio was on. Huh, that's weird. Ah. Fun, <laughs> fun fact. The studio is on road. We're gonna get oh, Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Yeah, okay. that's a pretty uh, well-crossed road. Abbey someone. Abbey Road. Yes. Um, um, yeah. First um, track from Abbey Road that we're covering. That we're first we're talking Abbey Road. about. Yeah, and yeah. Not, maybe the best one. I don't know. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. It's a John Lennon song. Yeah. He uh, rather famously said he was inspired by Yoko Ono playing the Moonlight Sonata backwards which i never really put it together till i read that and i was listening i was like wait that oh yeah i can hear that and hmm. yeah. like oh is that i mean it always I like it? yeah it always sounded like something classical yeah because right. I, I love moonlight sonata so it's like is that part of like subconsciously where i was like man this sounds great mr moonlight sonata uh john <laughs> lennon also said he liked it because the lyrics are clear no bull poop <laughs> No imagery, no obscure references. This is what John Lennon said in 1980, which seems very strange. I mean, maybe he hadn't heard it in a while because it seems like it's full of <laughs> yeah, it is a little obscure, obscure like, references. Yeah, when you say and, the world is round, it turns me on. Like, yeah. yeah, that's open for interpretation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the whole thing is kind of double, not double entendre, but uh, kind of double meaning, double and, meanings, yeah. and playing with words. And, he also said it was a terrible arrangement. Really? Which again makes me think that he is maybe you mean the Beatles in general, where <laughs> they had a terrible arrangement. <laughs> uh, yeah, thus he did not like. Well, I guess John Lennon was famed by that point. Also, he was yeah, probably I don't know. He, was, I mean, he was pretty fed up a with lot of the, these, the Beatles. Yeah. So that's why he was. Was so, there one huge, uh, amazing Playboy interview? Apparently, in 1980, because all, all, all of these things are referenced from this one. Yeah. Like, like mm. how thick was that magazine? Well, I think mm. they also went. That's one where they went through every one of his songs and said like. Give right. us your impression of it. So a lot I of need these to get quotes. a copy of that. Yeah, right. just you think for, we would have yeah. that for reference? I get Playboys for the articles, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have There's some good stuff. Oh, guys, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, despite John not liking it so much, uh, as that makes thing. no sense. Yeah, I, um, Paul and George have both independently said that it was their favorite track on Abbey Road. Yeah, which um, I think a lot of people say that. Yeah, um, it's bigger than it's bigger. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, it's beautiful. And uh, the vocal harmonies, like... Nine-part harmonies. Nine-part uh, harmonies. They, they overdubbed it Love twice. It. The three of them harmonizing, overdubbed it twice, and then it's nine. Right. Yeah. I, I thought I remember some statistic that said it, the Abbey Road had the most three-part harmonies since Help. Huh. Like, like, Help was the last time they did yeah, this many three-part like, harmonies. They, they, they sort of went away from it. Yeah. And then... Um, I wonder if that was an effort to try to like say, hey, you know, come on, guys, like try to yeah. get them sort of on the same page and involved with each other's Re- songs. Remember why we enjoyed this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we used to like this. Singing together. Singing together in the same microphone. Yeah. Oh, Abbey Road, it, it's, it's my favorite Beatles album. And it, like, uh, 
it like breaks my heart that it's it's their last album and it's the it's my favorite one. Mm. So the fact that they you know were kind of like hated each other by that point, but could still like, know. make incredible music is like ugh. No, it, but in a sense, you're like I think that's it. You know? Oh, I know. Like, yeah, it's, like, you, like no. there's probably nothing else. Like, yeah. They, yeah, and they probably you could think was, like maybe they'd squeeze one more out, but right. well, they did. It was those dreadful uh, three and a half poops. Free, 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 free as a bird and real love. We'll Ugh. get to that. Save Come it. On. Save it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I love this song, but it also makes me sad because it's like, oh, like because it's know. blue. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I like the uh, we had the two Georges playing keys on this. George yep. Martin playing harpsichord while George Harrison played the Moog. Moog, Moog or the Moog. They finally graduated. I, I've been saying Moog. Moog my whole life, but yeah. then I learned it was Moog. Yeah, Moog. I, I refuse to change. I don't want to change. Right. It's like Ray Davis. Yeah, that's it's, weird. It's like yeah. my ACDC. Right. It shook me all night long. It <laughs> shall be all right now. Um, I used to say the Boodles for a long time. <laughs> when you lived in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone uh, have any opinion of the anthology version of it, which is basically without the music, it's just the harmonies? Yeah, I mean, it's nice for, yeah. in a nerdy yeah. way to right. just hear that isolated. Interesting yeah. addendum, but it's yeah. not, you know, not going to replace the original, obviously. There seems to be a trend nowadays. We're recording this in late 2014 of periodically you'll see on like YouTube, someone will say, oh, here's an isolated vocal track of this person singing, either yeah. because they're singing really great or because they're singing really poorly. Like right. poor Linda McCartney, someone did that to her in the 70s. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> they did. They took like the live mix of the concert and basically took out everyone else's vocals so you just hear Linda singing backup vocals uh, live and it's, uh, it's not... That was uh, unnecessary. Uh, yeah. It's unkind. <laughs> um, I like that this is the lead-in to the medley and it has that uh, John Music Theory moment here. Yes, uh, John. It kind of leaves you on a, that de-diminished, apparently, that uh, it kind of sets you up for wanting something else. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into the medley, so it's almost like an entree, like a uh, right, like sort a, of like an amuse bouche, unresolved, nice, you know, yeah, hanging chord. Yeah, like it leaves you uh-huh. wanting more, and then it gives you okay, here's this mm-hmm. construct, you know, this woven bit of, of Beatles songiness. Yes, exactly. And I, I don't, you know, like I only heard this like I don't know, fifteen years later, but um, it sounds like ahead of its time. Yeah. Even now, like, you know, like something about it. Like I just, I feel like if you you bought this record in 1969 and you heard that, it just, I feel like you probably like never heard anything like that before. You know, just yeah. that that arrangement and um, the complexity. And I mean, it's really just sort of classical, but through this, through the Beatles, uh, you know, perspective, but. I'm also glad that it wound up on a Beatles album and not on a John Lennon solo album. Right. Because if like if Phil Spector had gotten his hands on it, it could have. I mean, it could have been great, but it also could have really. Yeah, could have been a little bombastic. Yeah, exactly. So I like the kind of elegance of the Beatles one. You know, what the harpsichord right. is it not a harmonica? What's the yeah you guys harpsichord and and move right? Yeah. yeah, as opposed to like banks really of nice. strings. And I mean, with the, even and, with the uh, anthology, the the isolated version, like yeah. In a in a modern world of music where like pitch and pitch shifting and and right. auto tune and all like that like all that kind of stuff is going on like you know it's pretty much dead on like you know pitch perfect yeah and uh, it's just it's just impressive you know I haven't heard this cover but apparently Alice Cooper does a cover of it it's not great it's, it's a not. little like it, it's, really I'm surprised <laughs> <laughs> I, I got excited because Alice Cooper with the Bee Gees. 
Oh, that's right. It's from the movie. It's from, it's from the, the Sergeant, Sergeant Pepper, Pepper movie. movie. Right. Um, Has anyone seen that? I've, I've seen, seen about it. half of it. It's yeah, I terrible. saw it in like high school. It's really weird. Yeah, but then it's like weird. Like you're just like ready to turn it off, and then it's like, oh wait, there's Steve Martin and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Steve know. Martin, Eddie Deason. You're like, all right, that's all I need to know. Mm. It's just, it's not quite so bad that it's good. Right. It's like, yeah, like Pete said, it's like there's an if you if you can make your way through the tedium, you'll periodically be like, oh, that's weird. What a weird thing. And then you're like, oh, now I have five more minutes of tedium while <laughs> right. until the next song comes out. You're probably better off just getting the soundtrack and then right. and listening. It's to a little that. too weird. The the Alice Cooper Bee Gees one. It's like they try to make it like Alice Cooper kind of spooky instead of that's you know, so like, weird. This is so like <laughs> ethereal. Yeah. It's uh, my image. I had a. Um, <laughs> I found a, a, a version of this by somebody, Lindsay DePaul, who was apparently kind of uh, like later in this, like so like late 60s or in the 70s, she was kind of big. Um, you know, other musicians liked her a lot and, and some other folks, you know, she was kind of, wasn't a, didn't have any huge hits, but had some good songs. And so her version of this is, is good. It's decent. It's more, more in tune with the, the Beatles' intent. Mm. In a tent. Yes. Uh, no Ringo on this again. <gasps> but he played, this is the one that we were talking about before, where he played a hi-hat rhythm track. That's right. Just that's right, into yeah. the, so it was just piped through the headphones so that George, George Martin and George, uh, George, well, I think George Harrison was okay, but George Martin was just like, all right, yeah, I'm terrible with timing. Mm. So that's so weird that Ringo George Martin played. would be not be able to keep time. Well, <clears throat> Well, he might have been able to keep time, but like, in his professional yeah. year, right, like not perfect time. You well, know? so that must right. speak to Ringo's abilities. If yeah, you need you need George, Ringo is George needs how independent. The reason why this song is so tight is because of Ringo. There Secret Ringo, invisible Ringo. They should have done an anthology version where you heard like just really playing the drums hard behind. Or just yeah, just the the guy track doom 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 doom. And then you hear Paul go, "Give me that, I'll do it." Sounds like Moonlight Sonata. Yeah. Uh, I really love this song. I give it five harmonies. Uh, I also love this song, and we'll give it five harmonies. It really. I'm going to give it five nine-part harmonies. Oh, oh. that's forty-five harmonies. That is wow. You guys yelled at me for giving six. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, are I, you gonna... I actually also went with a five. Oh, Ooh. and just the Hall of Fame. Yeah, goes into nice. the Hall of Fame with. And your bird can sing. And what was the other one that we agreed on? Uh, we just did uh, what? Baby, your... baby in black. Babies yes. in black. Baby in black. Babies also... in black. And your bird can sing because that's the yes. The, the alphabetical ratings. consensus Hall of Fame. Yes. All right, John and Paul, you'll be getting your plaques in the mail shortly. <laughs> um. So we'll be back on Monday. Yeah. Uh, you know why? Pepper. Do we want to plug the Twitter and stuff while we're sure? Come hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook. We're Alpha Beatles on both of those. Um, but you can you can just search Alpha Beatles on Facebook. Sure, it's yeah. Or you can email us uh, podcast at alphabetical dot com. Uh, but we'll be back Monday. Um, <laughs> for for why would we do that? Who for, who? You, for whose who? benefit? For whom? For whom shall we return on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is for the benefit, or well, being for the benefit of Mister Kite. There yeah. you go. I hope everyone's uh, recovering from their fr- uh, Black Friday crazy shopping. Yeah. You know, stay hope, safe out there. I hope you bought the Beatles box set for $2 or whatever at Best Buy, and uh, you're going to listen along with us. Yep. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.